Welcome to Canada's podcast. Hi, this is Angela Faye from Canada's podcast and founder of Futureville, where we are imagining and building places worth living for. Today, we are talking to Shashila Ramachandran. Did I get that right? Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Okay. And uh, who we met in a different environment on and shared a lot of different connections. So I'm excited to introduce you to Shashila. But in particular, she is, uh, she is an intuitive and offers intuitive services as well as sound and play experiences. And we're going to talk today a little bit about what is intuition, why is it important, particularly in, in uh, now more than ever, and really w- some secrets to helping you tap your intuition as an entrepreneur or a small business owner. Shashila, mm-hmm. welcome to Canada's podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So let's first of all talk a little bit about your journey. Where where do you live and where are you from and how did you get it? How did you know and discover that uh, you were an intuitive? Yeah. Ooh, good question. (laughs) Um, So I'm currently living in Burnaby, British Columbia. Um, I've only been here for just under a year. Um, So I actually grew up in Toronto, but... uh, I, I was I'm an immigrant, so I came to Canada when I was six from where I was born in the Middle East and my but my ancestry is South Asian. So <laughs> I um I'm I'm from many places. Um and yeah, so the intu the intuitive aspect. Um so growing up I was always a very feeling person, um, very you know, as people may say, very sensitive. I always had big feelings, big emotions. Um, and, you know, and, and how I would make decisions were always like how I felt about something. Um, and it was just my way of being. Um, so, but the, but the problem was that I faced a lot of stigma. I faced a lot of, um, like, oh, you've, you're so emotional. Oh, like, you know, like it's too over the top. Or, um, and I also had a lot of trauma. I had, a, there were really beautiful aspects to my childhood and, a, and very difficult aspects to my childhood as well. So kind of a combination of that, um, you know, resulted in me having issues with anxiety and um, all of that, caught up to me um, in my final semester at university. And um, just through a, <laughs> a really amazing series of serendipitous events, I met someone who called himself a spiritual life coach who offered to help me um, because at the time I was going through depression um, just as a result of all the the things I was experiencing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know what a spiritual life coach was, but for some reason, I just was like, I can, I feel like I can trust you. Um, so I ended up working with this gentleman for over a year and he helped me totally transform my life. And he, you know, we worked through limiting belief systems. He talked about em- like being an empath or having highly mm-hmm. empathic abilities. He talked about intu- intuition, um, all, you know, angels guides all that you know the thing the world of the esoteric and um and it was fascinating and it was also really helpful because he really did help me on a path of healing and i came out of depression and things were better than they had ever been 
Um, and what was amazing was that as we were clearing out all the trauma and the things that were, you know, stuck in my body, um, I started being able uh, to actually tap into my intuition. So, um, it, it was um, really interesting because there was one weekend where this specifically happened, where there was a lot of chatter in my mind. So usually when we're clearing or releasing a limiting belief, um, our, our, our body kind of, our, let's say our mind starts freaking out because our brains don't actually like change or our, like our reptilian brain is actually scared of change. So there was all this noise. And by the end of that weekend, because I just allowed it to move, I came into complete stillness. And then in my body and then inside myself, I heard, hello, Sushila. And I was just like, <laughs> who's talking to me? Who's talking? <laughs> it's like, you know, basically introducing me to my own intuition, wow. to my own inner voice. And in our in spiritual terminology, you can call it our higher self, right? Um, uh, so, so yeah, so then I started playing with this of like tapping into myself and listening to like, how do I feel about this? Is that like, should, is, does this make sense or this makes sense? So I would use that voice to tap in for myself and, and to make decisions and make choices. Um, because you know, our intuition or what I've come to understand, our intuition is our deep knowing that allows us to live in alignment, that allows us to make choices that are in our highest good. Mm -hmm. So that's how I tune in. So that's how I use the intuition. But I only thought it was for myself. Um, I didn't really think I could use it to help others necessarily. And then a couple of years further down, and I was, and I've, and I've continued to be on this inner growth, personal growth journey, and continue to release, releasing things that haven't been serving me in my subconscious. Um, I was invited to a friend's um, gathering. Um, she had a few people she had invited. I didn't really know any of them. Um, and it was so funny. I had I was, I introduced my myself to one of them. And, um, and as soon as I started speaking to him, literally within like 10 seconds of just us ex exchanging names, I got an image flash before my eyes and it was, um, a vision it's, you know, so I don't know if, if you guys have ever seen like that. So Raven, like, you know, she goes like, ah, oh, and then she sees like <laughs> this big picture montage of something. <laughs> I think it's more of like a 90s show, but like, nonetheless, um, I had, I had a mini version of that. I'm not that intense, um, when I get visions, but about this person. And I heard a little voice in my ear say, share what you see. And I knew that was my intuition. I was like, okay, let's, let's see what happens. So I shared with this gentleman what I saw. And he just went like white in the face. <laughs> and he was just like, how did you know this about me? And I was like, wow. that is really curious. I have never had that happen. And so I started playing with it. So I would go to people and be like, hey, you know what? I, I, I'm learning that I can potentially do this thing where I can know things about you without you telling me? Um, can I just try to see if I can receive any information about you? And most people are like, yeah, cool, it's whatever. And I did this over and over and over again. And people were fascinated. And soon I was doing readings for people where I would just see what information I could get for mm -hmm. them to help them with their with their life. 
And uh, that's how I became an intuitive. I, then people started paying me and <laughs> here and so I am. <laughs> suddenly you're in business as an intuitive. Suddenly I'm in business as an intuitive. Yeah. Well, exactly. and the, the interesting thing that in where, where we met, I think uh, I asked you the question, if people can have intuitions about other things like business or inanimate objects, because I have had experiences where I walk into a physical building or place mm -hmm. and I immediately feel energy that yep. of what should be in it. And mm -hmm. I find it difficult to voice those experiences because, yep. you know, going back to your comment, the stigma of people would say you're woo woo and, you know, or whatever the, <laughs> the language and the stigma is. Yeah. And so my, I remember asking you the question is, is it possible to have those kind of experiences? What, what have you learned over the course of providing yeah. services? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's interesting how, how um, closed off we can be as a, as a humanity, because the hilarious part is we are all energy, like science you know has has proven this has showed us this like we are all like vibrating molecules and atoms like we're all literally made of the same stuff so how could we not be connected to everything that is of course we are um but yes i've had intuitions about spaces i can feel the energy of spaces what's a what's positive what's negative um and even businesses as well i you know businesses have a certain energy because that it everything in our world is an extension of us right yes so it's going to be connected to the energy of those who who are creating it so so absolutely you can receive intuitions about all these things because it comes from us from from living breathing beings right well, and I would like to introduce an idea, which is, you know, exponential individuals and exponential really, whether it's, um, it is the idea that you can create 10 times the impact of mm -hmm. social wealth or happiness and people that mm -hmm. you serve. If you are in touch with your own intuition and your own, yeah. you know, heart, mind connection, yeah. And, you know, you naturally create flow and, and play and the things that we talked about. But uh, I, to me, the essence of starting that process of becoming, tend to, you know, exponential in, in business or community, mm -hmm. community builder starts with each individual. Would you agree? Yeah. Absolutely. 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 I mean, I'm so with you on the, you know, um, 10 times the impact because it's really interesting. I had a really, um, in 2019, I had a really exponential year in my business and, um, and it was almost like it was happening to me because I was not planning at all for my business to grow as much as it did. And, um, and I, and it was, there was a little bit of imposter syndrome where it's like, what is happening i just show up feel who i want to talk to and i get a client like what um it, and it's because i was listening to my intuition i would always like okay where do i feel like going oh i feel like going to this event 
oh, and then I would meet like one or two people and someone would become a client or, oh, this person, I keep feeling drawn to talking to this person. Um, I talked to that individual and they would become a client and not like every single person I speak to becomes a client, but it's like the ones I was drawn to connecting, either they would provide me with a resource, a connection, or would become a client, or we'd be friends. Like something would all like something that was right. in alignment for me would always come through, uh, because I would follow that that pull, that intuitive draw. So absolutely, because you know, because you know, there are many business owners who do all the things, but they're still not making. The rep, they're not create, they're not able to generate the revenue, right? Like they're doing the ads, they're doing like all these things when, um, but where are they doing it from? Because they're told that what's, that's what they need to do to grow their business. But if they were actually to really go inside and listen to themselves saying like, Hmm, what do I feel? What, what is, feels like the next right move to move me forward in my business? It'd be curious to see what would happen then. When you go to somebody else, a business coach or, you know, an expert mm -hmm. and you're in search of answers mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then they give you their model, right? Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, you and I both kind of had this whole, yeah, I know. And it, you know, it rarely yeah. works, mm -hmm. but the, the magic is that, you know, we actually have the answers inside us. Yeah. And what we if we're not looking to them for answers, but we're actually just looking to, uh, you know, external peers or a community that help us connect to that instinct and that intuition that's already there. That's where the magic is. Absolutely. 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 So, Shashila, you're you are you've done the work to, you know, get through the healing and the and the trauma and the a little bit of self-discovery. Do you have any specific secrets uh, for yourself or for what you do in the world to help people tap into their intuition? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so the first thing that I, I pretty much make it mandatory for everybody that works with me is to meditate, <laughs> is to meditate. Here's why. Because when we meditate, we're learning to tune in to ourselves and tune out all the external noise because it's you can't like if you even look at the word intuition the word in is right at the beginning so you have to go inside to right. connect to that part of you right so meditation for me is absolutely one of the things that it will drop you into your body which is where your intuition lives your heart your gut right mm -hmm. um and the other key thing about meditation is it tunes out, it also clears out all the noise and static that's going on in your body because intuition speaks through stillness. It doesn't speak mm -hmm. in a, um, doesn't, it can be loud when it's really important, but generally on a day-to-day -day basis, it speaks to you through stillness. And if you're in a really chaotic kind of energy, it can be really hard to tune to to connect to that inner stillness, right? Right. Um, so I meditation is absolutely mandatory, <laughs> I I believe, <laughs> uh, to connect to your intuition. Um, the other thing with connecting to intuition is um is to 
to play with it. So, you know, just as I did, you know, when I was kind of on this journey of being able to read people, I just kind of went with like, what if I'm curious, like what would happen if I just listened to myself for the next two days, for the next 48 hours? What if I don't take any external guidance and just kind of connect to my gut and see what my gut tells me about what I need to do to move my business forward, right? So just like having little intuitive experiments, like maybe when you're meeting something new, someone new, you can say, so I'm playing with this idea of intuition. Like, would you be open if I could just see if I can pick up one thing about you without you telling me anything about yourself, right? Um, and and see what happens, right? So like just to play with it, try different ways of working with your intuition because you need practice. Like it's not just gonna happen right. overnight. Like it is a muscle that you need to build. So that I think playing is really important as um, to help build your intuition. And I'd say the third, the third thing that's really important is embodiment. <laughs> We live in our heads a lot. We've been we've been programmed to live in our heads a lot. But the but our intuition doesn't live up here. It lives in our body. So things like dance, things like singing, things like um just anything that pulls you out of this and into the present moment cuz that's where intuition lives. Intuition lives in the present moment. So anything that will pull you into your, your body and out of your mind, and you can do it in a really like, and I'm a big fan of dancing and singing. So I'm proposing those, um, or even maybe writing, um, you know, that's going to doing things that bring you into your body embodiment. I'd say that's also really, really, really key because then that way you're training your system to operate from a, from a more intuitive way than a cerebral way so it it becomes easier to connect to your intuition and you also will just start doing it in a more habitual way rather than having to consciously keep trying to get connected because you're going to change how you're how you're walking in the world and we talked a little bit about um play versus suffering meaning Mm -hmm. you know you can only be in one state of being at any one time it's very very mm-hmm. difficult which so it's a, yeah. it's a tough time for a lot of people right now in some ways yeah. uh you know with with so much change happening in the world here in in 2021 mm-hmm. but it's also kind of forced a quietening right mm-hmm. a, a slowing down which uh both you and i are experiencing a a, a bit of a shift and if i can <laughs> share with the world that you know your mentor said shishila you're meant to impact more people and I tend to agree. So, you know, we're we're all constantly, you know, tapping into our, our evolution, maybe greater greater intuitions ourselves. Yes. How does it relate? How do you think it relates to business? And mm-hmm. I challenge that because of something that you said earlier mm-hmm. that really our business and how we show up in the world really business is just an exchange of value right energy and value mm-hmm. and currency and and the business format the business model is really just the holding pattern for how you exchange with people right and so if you have that belief of that's what business is how 
how do you think going forward in the future with all of these converging technologies and you know new things evolving where do you think the magic will fit between business and intuition in the future mm. <laughs> okay um here is my here is my thought and this might be kind of controversial but i'm 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 feeling like being a little controversial <laughs> so I'll, I'll go for it um i actually think that the way we're growing right now is not sustainable mm -hmm. i actually think we are on the precipice where we are going to be forced to slow down because this things are going to start to um i think the rat like businesses that are built from a space of disconnection are going to fall because it's not going to work for the world that we're going to be coming into mm -hmm. um i just don't i just don't see it like i you know they're all like i mean our climate is a good example of that we are going to, we are already seeing, you know, the Im impacts of climate change. So business as usual is not going to work for, I don't think right. for much longer um, because there's going to be displacement of peoples. Like there's, there's, there's a lot of things that we don't like to talk about or think about because it's scary, but it's where I believe, I believe that's where we're going as a society. So, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, that's perfect. I'm going to ask the question. So yeah. if I handed you a billion dollars right now, mm -hmm. what would you do with it? Yep. And why? Wow. If I had a billion dollars, I would fund I would fund as many people as possible to stop whatever they're doing and to actually go on a, on a personal growth journey. I would fund people's personal growth journey. Yeah. Cool. Where would you take them? What would that look like? Um, I would take them, I would probably take them to a meditation, like a, like a center or to centers where they can meditate where they can learn about belief systems, the subconscious, really begin like feeling their feelings, healing their traumas, because, because it's when we can do that, that we can actually be in alignment with our authentic consciousness, which I actually believe is peace. I think when we're not in peace, we're actually not connected to our, our authentic state of being, because I believe we were brought here to live in a actually be in peace with ourselves. That's why I think peace actually exists. Whereas right now, I think most, a lot of us, most of us, myself included, <laughs> right? <laughs> like we live in some form of chaos or some form of inner turmoil because, because of the things that we have gone through um, and because of the systems that, that we're currently living in that doesn't necessarily support a slowed, a, a more slow way a more connected way of, of living. Yeah. And so now we've gone from having some one-on-one -on -one intuition clients and sound play yeah. experience 
clients to, yeah. uh, you know, taking, let's say, uh, just spitballing here, we take cost a thousand dollars, take somebody on a journey. So we, we, you know, we've got 10 million people that Sheila's going to serve on <laughs> finding peace. Yes. <laughs> peace through peace journey. So that's, that's where I'm putting that on the cork board for our five-year vision. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Trust me. There will be, I, I, it's already happening, right? Like so yes. many people are already like looking to more mindfulness meditation yes. sound even because they're realizing that that's what they need to do. Otherwise it's because when you don't have the outer access to outer distractions, right? Like what you got left. <laughs> yes. you, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I shared with you, it's my sort of vision to create a thousand new villages and help, you know, a million villages transform into something that's future proof, which in my mind has a lot to do with being more peaceful, easier, more abundant access to abundance. There's really no reason at this point with the amount of waste and inefficiency there, there and built into so many of our systems that we can't turn that and pivot that mm. into, you know, more efficient, uh, more reliant on technology so that the people themselves can have an elevated quality of life. You know, they're not in suffering over wondering where their food's coming from or their next paycheck. They can actually be creative and innovative and fun and spontaneous most yeah. of the time. Yeah. So I think that we'll, is there any last thoughts that you'd like to share with an audience of entrepreneurs? Hmm. trust yourself like trust your inner voice build that muscle because that's going to guide you to really creating a business you love because if you're not in business if you're not in business because you love it then why are you doing it in the first place yes yes absolutely yeah. And Shashila, how can people get a hold of you? I, I'm just going to say that I, um, as a, you know, again, reconnecting with you on, on this call is uh, I saw you have a play and rise virtual event. Yes. So I have signed up for that. I have no idea what to expect. Okay, great. Yeah. So <laughs> what is um, that event? Yeah. So I host um, monthly um, play, ex like complimentary play experiences um, where just to give the community an opportunity to um, sing, dance, draw, write, whatever I decide to, whatever kind of a play journey I decide to take the group through on the day um, to really, again, get you to get reconnected to your, to your power, to your intuition, to your creativity. So you can bring that into your life and, and business. Um, and it's also not a way for people to experience my play experiences. So if they want to go into a deeper play transformation journey, they'll have a sense for what that, what that looks like. So, Perfect. yeah. And so, I mean, that's my idea of how I want to connect with you after today. But uh, and how can other people connect with you? What's the best? Yeah. Um, so uh, you can go to my website, um, www.sushila.co. Um, and you can just send me a message through the contact form if you want to connect directly. Otherwise, you can join a Play and Rise experience um, that's completely open to the community. Um, uh, or you can also um, book. Um, a sound healing experience with me as well. So there's many ways to connect, but my website will show you all of that. Well, and if just talking to us today isn't enough, I'm just going to uh, finish up by saying Shashila's 
sort of purpose, if you like, on your website, and a lot of your branding is inspiring humanity to awaken through sound and play. Mm-hmm. And I share entirely that uh, that motivation and that purpose with you, Shashila. So thank you for joining us today on Canada's podcast. It's great. To thank, thank you. So lovely to be here. Thank you.